Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hi, everyone. Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on the show, we bring you the best sets from our soon-to-be-again-in-the-future live show, where we have comics who are close. Do sets together about their relationship. Sometimes we do other things. Naomi, this is our 100th 
episode, though. One hundo, baby. This is it. Did you ever think we'd get here? My God, a hundred episodes. Did I ever? No, I didn't because I thought the American Empire would have crumbled by now. <laughs> it's so fun when you keep it light right up top. Well, look, sorry. You know what? We don't. <laughs> we try specifically not to talk about politics on this show. We it's are. Much harder for you than for me. Although we are the uh, bread and circuses in the <laughs> crumbling empire. We do try to be the bomb for your psychic ills. <laughs> Has that been working for you? Mm. Let me know if you've been if we've been a bomb. Is that a good t-shirt? Bomb for <laughs> couples nope. therapy. The bomb for your psychic ills. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am just so happy, Andy. A hundred episodes. So what we thought we'd do today for episode 100 is just check back in with some of the duos from our earliest episodes. Yes. And you know, we were just like, how have things changed for you in a hundred episodes? Yeah, what's shit, you know? Uh, this is the show about relationships, whether they are romantic, sibling, yes. parental. Although, have we had any parent-child relationships? Not on the pod. Not on the pod. But in, in live shows. Yes. But we'll hopefully Someday. get those back soon. In the future. <laughs> but, you know, because I've decided it's good to, why don't you just describe your life, you know, instead of um, 525,600 minutes, just say in episodes. You know, in podcast 5, episodes. 5,000... Five. 65 minutes and 300 seconds. <laughs> in sunsets, in midnights, in episodes of podcasts. You know what I mean? That's really just how we can measure our life. We can ah. measure our life in podcast episodes. Man, Jersey Boys. What a, <laughs> what a lovely music. Okay, y'all. Y'all have not, um, if you have not watched our Twitch show, you have to know that like the last one, Andy, was like, you love that song, Lemonade. He thought, that on Beyonce's album Lemonade, there's a song called Lemonade. The song he meant was Formation. The word Lemonade doesn't even appear in the song. And so <laughs> you you what? joking about confusing Rent with Jersey Boys could actually just be the truth. He said, She says, when he, when he fucks me good, I take his butt to <laughs> Lemonade. Okay. It's a it's Well, can we can we can we just talk about how uh you had no problem saying fuck, but you couldn't say ass, so you said butt. When he fucked me good, I, I take his butt to lemon. To lemon. The the restaurant, the, the chain restaurant here in Los Angeles. I don't know if it's anywhere else in the country. But uh lemonade, they're lemonade, I would say. Not bad. <laughs> I'll say this. There's one in the airport in LAX, and they're uh mozzarella tomato basil sandwich great before a flight i don't not, know if i would be like pining for it any other time so this is not an ad for that. <laughs> i'm like okay you're getting very into now a side restaurant folks we are loopy as fuck in quar okay but we are very excited to be here a hundred episodes in because quite honestly a lot has changed like we've been through a lot as a as a couple as a country. As a country, as co-host, you, the listener, you've been on that ride with us. And so, I mean, let's Thank just Thank you for like, joining us on this. Yes, like, let's look back. Let's on this look, Jurassic Park roller coaster. Let's look back. Universal. Let's think back to the ch, -ch, -ch changes that we've been through. I mean, you guys, let's th take one huge one. Yeah, what are, what are the big things? Uh, our, uh, our hatred for Los Angeles. When you first heard us, I mean, what, the first 92 episodes? I mean, we could not stop bitching and moaning about this place we'd moved to. 
I'm sure, and I'm sure <laughs> you were like, I want to continue to listen to this podcast where the host won't shut the fuck up about how much they hate the city they live in. And so if you've stayed on through it, you're a cool negative person I want to hang out with. But you guys- And you're invested. You understand. But you've also been open to us changing. And change we have. Here we are at episode 100, hating LA way, way less. Don't you think? I, well, I mean, we my made- God, we're in acceptance. Two things. One, we made a very conscious decision at the beginning of the year to, to shut the fuck up. It was annoying yep. to always complain about Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, we created the LA hate jar. Yes. Every time we complained about Los Angeles, we put a dollar in the LA hate jar. Yes. Uh, which the grand total, if you were wondering so far, grand total is $172. That is going to a local charity. Now, here's the, uh, here's the thing. Um. It helped that uh, in March, starting March, starting about March, uh, we started to love Los Angeles because of the quarantine, Uh, because anytime we actually had to go out, there's fewer people on the streets. You're in your car to get there. And there's very little traffic now. So it's actually great. (laughs) It's actually what I I think I've realized is that I don't hate Los Angeles. I hate an overcrowded Los Angeles. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The overcrowding is what makes the city unlivable. I know, I know, know, sister. So as long as we stay, as long as we stay in quarantine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so really $172 just raised between January and March, which I think is a pretty good showing, Um, but also letting you know how we have changed so quickly, to grow so quickly, you know, to adjust, to count our blessings. So that's huge, quite honestly. What's the other big thing, Naomi? Well, Andrew. We've opened our hearts. Yes. We've we loosened opened, our butts. <laughs> we've opened our lives. Speaking of, of uh, I think our newest addition to the family just walked out of the litter box room. Oh, great. <laughs> but, great. But we have a new member of the family, Mabel. Yes, you guys. We've had Mabel. It hasn't even been a year. You were there. You were there when I talked obsessively about getting a dog, how I wanted one. Uh, we weighed pros and cons. You were there when we finally got Mabel. You were there when we brought her into the studio as we recorded. You have heard numerous episodes where you could hear a clicking in the background, when, which is the sound of Mabel shaking herself while she's wearing her little vest and the clicking of the clicky parts. Oh, I thought you meant to, you also hear maybe a light chewing of a bully stick. Uh, more recently in choir, you've heard full on barks as she is stir crazy as well. But I just think of you guys as all the people who listen to this dog journey and who supported us. You know what I mean? You are her extended family. Okay? If <laughs> you are, are her aunties and uncles. Yes. If we are on a road trip and we need a place to stay. Do you like that? I did not say it the white way. Ants. <laughs> yeah. Ants and uncle. Ants. There's a you in the word. I've never understood ant. Anyway. <laughs> so that's really good. Oh, are you just eating cat poop? I cleaned the litter boxes out, so I don't think there's much in there for her. Naomi, I want to ask, how do you think Mabel's changed you? You know, uh, people often say this, you know, about parenthood. You know, it's like your heart expands. You know, we have these two little boys. And I loved our boys, and we had such a system with our boys. You know what I mean? And, I mean, you and I have been together 10 years, which means I've had the cats in my life for 10 years. And I was like, you know, how, how will she fit? Will I be able to love all three of them equally? You know, and I just found that I could. And it was and it was beautiful. Um, I also have never walked around our neighborhood as much as I do with Mabel. You know what I mean? She gets me physically 
up and out. She forces me to engage with the world I had shunned. And that goes back that goes back to learning to appreciate Los Angeles. Is Mabel a more powerful antidepressant than Wellbutrin? Quite honestly, she might be right up there. Hey, we should bottle this girl. We should become big farmer ourselves. Ooh. Big farmer? Big farmer. Uh, what else has changed? What else have I, I'm thinking specifically like things that have changed mm-hmm. that the audience has has been on the journey with us as it's changed. Uh, I would say this. We when we started this podcast, we were living uh, in a terrible apartment below yeah. a uh, YouTube musician. A 24 year old YouTube musician. Who played every variety of instrument, uh, mostly the upright bass, and I believe some kind of dulcimer. <laughs> there was a sitar. There were bongos. There were Remember e- that time he like tweeted at us? Like I had bitched about him, and then somehow he found it on Twitter, and it was like, babe, what are you even doing looking me up? And then I had like talked about him on stage, and that was like the same time, and I was like, oh my God, was he in the audience at UCB when I was complaining about him? Oh, yeah. Here's a th- question. Like, you, you have been afraid of confrontation. Yes. I would say most of your life. Do you think that has lessened in the last two years? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is not a change. Because that joke, that whole chunk about the living below the YouTube musician, that's great for your stand-up, and I want to see you keep doing it. Yeah, I can bring it back now. Now they're on the other side. Now that they're far away, I think they moved away so he could pursue his music. Honey, wherever he is, I hope he's walking barefoot in the driveway. (laughs) That's all he's doing. And him and the and the fiance, the girl who looked like a ghost. Yeah, she was like very much. She like looked like you know that ghost story, that popular kid story where the woman has a red ribbon around her neck, and then when it's finally removed, her head falls off. That's what she reminded me of. Or like we, or she's like we talked to him. He's like, oh. uh, you know, how's your girlfriend doing? And he's like, what girlfriend? And we find out she never... She never existed. She, yeah, we... <laughs> that would explain, like, why she, like, had to be escorted out of the house every morning by his barefoot self. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's now... that's good, yeah. But now we live above. We live yep. in a... On the yep. uh, second we're, floor Honey, apartment. we're moving on up. We live below... Uh, above. Above. Uh, above. Yeah, above <laughs> and beloved. Uh, uh, two adults. Two kind adults. Two very nice who adults. Who don't seem to hear us and we don't hit him. And we've, given them our, we've given them our number when Mabel started playing with a ball. And acting crazy. And I would we run get, into them. I'm like, are you sure you don't hear us? They don't say a goddamn word. I said, honey, bless. Yeah. Uh, although we do live next door to a cracker pack. A what? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I did a, on our Twitch show I did a uh, a segment called uh, Your Pandemic Pals where I went through like all the kinds of new people you meet in pandemics mm-hmm. or in the choir and there's something called cracker packs which are uh, groups of white people who don't wear masks <laughs> and don't social distance. Wow, and next Andy. door next door is a cracker pack. They have like uh, a. A couple weeks ago, they had a picnic right out on their yeah, front they lawn. Yeah, they love it. Um, uh, I will say, Andy, guess what? Here's another huge change. Yeah. You know, when we started this podcast, you had a major adversary here in Los Angeles. Ants. <laughs> I feel like the first six months to year we was in L.A., honey, you was dealing with ants. Two years. The, fr- the whole time we were in that apartment, and it, was, it was an ant nightmare. And it took up so much of your time. It took up so much psychic energy. And now, and now here we are. We're here, June 2020. You haven't had to deal with an incursion in over a year. <laughs> you have been free. You are no longer in that battle. It is, you never know, like, that you're living in a pit <laughs> until you get out of that pit. Until you see the sun. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know it's a pit till you see the sun. Honey. 
Uh, what else has changed? Uh, we were ordained as ministers. We were ordained as ministers. To, uh, to officiate my sister's wedding. And yes. then a year later, we were unordained. Yes, when we our did ordination not, <laughs> has expired. When we did not re-up. I was a rabbi. What were you? As a minister. Oh, you were a minister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were covering our bases. Rabbi Andrew Bickerman decided he didn't want the responsibility anymore. Pose? The television show Pose came into our lives. You guys were there. That was a huge time for us all as a nation, but certainly for you and I as a couple. It really took us to the next level. It did. What, what was it for you about me connecting with Pose? What do you mean? It was you connecting with Pose. You having a, an emotional response. Sometimes you would have tears. Sometimes afterwards we would have a conversation where I learned more about your past and your family. Well, you know, oh, when, when uh, they're in the AIDS ward singing. I mean, come on. If you can watch that and not shed a tear. I mean, if you, you can watch Billy Porter sing and not shed a tear. You know what? Good for you, robot. Um, uh, to a lesser extent, what we do in the shadows started. Which yeah, is a, that's more for you. That well, didn't give, that really give one me of our, the emotions. We both love Matt Barry. We do. We do. That's true. Um, do, 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 um, what, what else? Well, I guess on, to be on a professional note, even though it's like not as heartwarming. I mean, we started to tour couples therapy. You know, but uh, before before the virus, uh, we were getting out there. You know, we got to do the show. We did the show in Philly. We did the show in D.C. We did it at San Francisco Sketch Fest. We were hitting the road, and hopefully we'll be able to keep that up, you know, in 2021. Yeah, Fauci, get that vaccine going so we can get on the road again. Fauci, do it for us. Do it for us, Fauci. Hey, I'm going to throw this in here, too. As a, On a professional level, Naomi, you, you're a regular... A uh, recurring character on Mythic Quest. That is true. That is cool. But let's not talk about that. That feels right. so weird. But that is good. I, that is proud. exciting. Be proud. It's a great show. And it you're is. great on it. You guys. Do you hear that? Do you hear how sweet he is? He's a winner. He's but, a winner. But I think the most important kind of career thing, Naomi. Yes. Is that we became Twitch streamers. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Now that's something we can crow about. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't even say it with we, a straight face. We are now on Twitch. You know what I mean? And that, who saw that coming? Who <laughs> thought we would get to be that cool? Who thought we would be coming to you live from the couch every Wednesday? That <laughs> if we can, yeah. is magic. Uh, yes. So yeah. Uh, by the way, if you do have a computer and or a, a <laughs> phone and you want to watch uh, every Wednesday at uh, 2 p.m. PST, uh, we do a live show. Uh, sometimes it's just It's us. the two of us. And then sometimes we have guests. Show feels like a strong word, but it is very fun. We get in there. Andy has bits. Andy's giving you Photoshop. He's giving you video. He's creating a multimedia experience. Me, I'm ranting. And together, you have a magical hour. And we are, you know, us, the viewers, the friends, we are the CTQC Couples Therapy Quarantine crew. So it is a beautiful community we've made, okay? It is tender. I feel like a real gamer girl when I'm on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much fun on Twitch. You think we could do, you know, Twitch is mostly, you're supposed to, like, play video games and have people watch you. Yeah. Uh, what if we did Candy Crush? <laughs> no, I was thinking you said Candy Crush. What if I'm like, what if we watch House Hunters International and comment on it? Can we play House Hunters the way people play a video game and just have us comment on it? We can try it, see what happens. I don't know, you see guys. If, let uh, me know if you're into it. Because see if HGTV comes for our asses. Won't come for our ass. They'll be like, thank you so much. This is so funny. Do you want to hang out with Andromeda Dunker? Andromeda Dunker does the voiceover. Uh, oh, 
you know, a couple other things, Naomi. Uh, we now have great t-shirts. Woo, baby, ain't that the truth? At uh, CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com. I am uh, over the moon. I am. Merch. They're so nice. You know, we got the Gotta Miss a Bitch t-shirt, which honestly, Couples Therapy's rallying cry, as well as the Couples Therapy logo. And we have a, a wonderful fan of the pod showed us a picture of her in her shirt. And she was like, I love this shirt. It's really comfy. It's like a high quality shirt. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy, queen. So it's like. Yeah, hey, if you get one, take a picture of yourselves and send it in. You know, it'll give us, it'll really make us happy. Uh, we need a bright spot in Quarm. Finally, we did start a Patreon. We started a Patreon this last year. And, you know, if you guys have a little extra, it would be so nice if you feel like supporting us. You will, in exchange for your support, of course, be forever in our hearts and also get two bonus episodes Plus every month. a lot of extra material. You know, we put the audio from the Twitch shows up there. I'm yeah. trying to put other bonus material up there. But yeah, you know, that's where that's where I go. You know, I go to I go to the Patreon when I have things I want to talk about with people I trust. You know, that's where I go with real like. Um, yeah, we do spill the tea a little more. Yeah. We're reading some old G chats. We are talking some ish. Okay, I say this is for my real friends. Patreon, I'm coming through with the T. <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I say it like it was going to be a song? But it mm -hmm. wasn't. Uh, hey, well, that's it, maybe that's the lemon. That's the song Lemonade. <laughs> there was Guided by Voices would do this thing where they would whatever their album title was. That song would never be on the album, but it would end up on an EP somewhere. Really? Yeah. Why? That seems like annoying. Like. I love it. I love like, I mean, I, I don't know if there's like an Alien Lane song, but there's an album Alien Lanes. And then if there was an Alien Lane song, that would be like on the EP somewhere. I don't like it. I, so, I mean, meaning I like, a, I like them having a title that's separate from the songs, mm -hmm. but the idea that you would then like hide the actual title song somewhere, somewhere else? else. Oh no, I love that. It's like a little secret. It's like a little fun. <laughs> so I don't so Beyonce should like... come out with a Lemonade EP that actually has a Lemonade song on it. Okay, okay. And it should be about the restaurant. <laughs> Andy, you know what's happened in 100 episodes? <laughs> what's that? I've stayed loving you. Oh, great. <laughs> has, it, has the love grown or just been constant? <laughs> Isn't it enough to be constant <laughs> no, in this I... life? No, we live in a capitalist society, Naomi. It's got it's got to be three percent compound interest every quarter. Three percent compound interest, love. All right, we got uh, we got two wonderful duos <laughs> coming up we, uh, in this extended episode. Yes. So we're gonna take a little break, but then we're gonna come back with our first combo with Yasser Lester and Chelsea Devantes, who you know as friends of the show. They were on the very first episode. Yeah. And they came through again, and now we're checking up with these two. You know Yasser from his work on Black Monday on Showtime, Duncanville on Fox. Chelsea's written for shows like Bless This Mess, and her new short film Basic is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And then after that, we got Henry and Jackie Zabrowski, siblings, they love them. Favorite brother sister duo. I mean, you know Henry from a million things, but mostly from last podcast on the left. You know Jackie from her podcast, Page Seven. I can't wait. Love it. I think last podcast on the left has a book out now too. Ooh, so, baby. So check that out, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of this break. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. Chelsea Yasser, hello. Thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for having us. That, for I having mean, us. the pleasure is truly ours. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you guys were on our very first episode. It's so crazy. You know what's funny? And <laughs> I, I'm going to say this. I wouldn't have done it had I known it was the first one. I thought it was. <laughs> oh. I thought it was an established like Naomi Andy well, situation. You had your show for a while. Well, but the I show done, was established. I, the show was established, but I had done Andy's podcast way yes. back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. at Naomi's mom's house, if <laughs> I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just assumed they were like this podcasting well, like powerhouse. How I took it, I was like, oh, when we went on their show, they were like, this must be a podcast. <laughs> Chelsea, yes, yes. Yes. inspired. Yes. That's, that's how I reframed it for myself. I truly would have been like, establish the franchise a little bit more. <laughs> Call us back. Well, you did come back when the franchise know, was established. Yeah. But again, I thought it. Was, I thought I was like, oh yeah, you know, they probably had a spike in listeners. They need the, <laughs> they need the king and queen back. <laughs> oh, oh my I cannot God. believe it's been a hundred. Like if since we were on the first one, I can't believe it's been a hundred episodes since then. Two years, two years, guys. What? Wait, it's been two years. I <laughs> yeah. truly thought that was like nine months ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I was like, how'd they do a hundred in like six months? Yeah, like, oh, they must be doing two a day. <laughs> whoa, that means, whoa, that's crazy. Okay. So now really what does that mind. say about your love? You know what I mean? I, I was I was about to say, that means when we did your show, we'd only been together a year. And that's a crazier decision on our part. <laughs> like, why would we be like, we're one year in. Let's go do a stand-up show and fight yeah, on stage together. yeah. Also, like, because that also sets up the... Oh, no, we were two years... No, no, we if it was two year. years yeah. ago, it was yeah, one yeah. year in. It, it sets up that, like, comedy couple, like, <laughs> paradigm, and yeah. we're we're very... I, I mean this sincerely. I think y'all's is the only thing, the show, only show we, like, do together. We're very... Unless she, like, separately runs a show and is, like, someone dropped out, or if I separately run a show and I'm, like, someone dropped out, but, like... No, it's true. We've... I, not to brag, but, um, <laughs> you know, we get we get asked to do, like, stuff as a comedy yeah. couple, quote-unquote, often, and yours is the only thing we've said yes to, and I will also wow. say, like, I... I do sometimes I'm like, oh, we should do this. But so often, like if I do stuff with him, everyone will just be like, yes, there's a genius. And that's some sex doll he paid to like show up with no. him. And yes, everyone will be like that. Should they'll take away all my ideas, all my credit. Like they will just be like, that's some dumb idiot he found off the street. And so like I have to <laughs> I have to be like, no, I'm I'm a filmmaker and writer on my own. Um, and they so say we the have same to, like, thing about really... me. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You, Who's you that have sex to take doll? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Naomi, great choice in a sex doll. Thank you very yeah. much. I wanted a, yeah. I wanted a doll he that would like make me feel better. He looks like he works it. <laughs> I wanted a doll that would make me feel better. Yeah, like a doll that wasn't too intimidating. Mm-hmm. No, no. Well, I, okay, so I read that correctly. All well, right. for the people who can't see, 
It would mean that Naomi dressed her sex doll in an ex- Alexandria Ocasio Cortez <laughs> T-shirt, yes. which is like she has like a woke sex doll, <laughs> a little too much. And Yasser's sex doll uh, doesn't wear makeup, is having an acne breakout, and hasn't put on clothes in seven days. Well, well that sex doll life that no that is. Sure. It's just like this thing that's around. It's like I don't care. You know, just get plowed. You're supposed to like clean yourself. Sex dolls every day, and like Yasser is apparently letting this one not. And no, I feel like that's. I feel like that's the most sex doll thing is not shout cleaning it. I feel like. I feel like women should get sex dolls. Guys shouldn't for that very reason. I think we should put, and I'm dead serious. I almost don't want to say it on your podcast because I don't want people to get my idea. But I think we should invest all our money into male sex robots because I'm just positive, like that's what's about to take over. Women are gonna be like, "Fuck y'all! I just need like a throbbing dick, <laughs> and I don't need your personality." And they're just going to explode. Yeah. Here's my question. And there's a question for all four. <laughs> now, I feel like the female sex doll, it's like, it's kind of just like, it's like a spectrum of like tans. And that's kind of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then maybe some hair choices. <laughs> but like, for the male one, it feels like you'd want like a detachable ding dong. <laughs> so like you can actually because it feels like that's like a thing you actually can customize because I feel like a, ma- a sex doll for a man for that's a female sex doll is just gonna be like, yeah, big boobs and a big butt. Like, ve- I, like, you know what I mean? But I feel like women have y'all are more specific and need more customization. So is that part of the plan? When you say, wait, how do you want to custom? Because when you just take it off, then it's just a dildo, right? He, right. He means but, a range of sizes, girths, right, you know. Exactly. exactly. Colors. Like, right. is it, you know, is it like one of those white, pink ones that white dudes have? <laughs> is it a dark purple one? Like, <laughs> whatever a Mexican one looks like, is it one of those? Yeah, sir. I- <laughs> Well, you're getting into like such weird dick territory. Here's what I think <laughs> it should be, though. Like, I don't think I don't think women are even going to want it to resemble a man. Like, I think it should just be like the most comfortable pillow for when we want to cuddle, <laughs> and then from that pillow, something not dick color, like a purple squash color. <laughs> okay. okay, right. And we send in a mold of our vagina. They send the the dick that fits that wow. mold back. Wow. And it and it doesn't even look like it's just like a a bean bag a bean bag <laughs> with your perfect dick that like you that you can like turn on. You should be able to like also mark like where your G spot is so they like exactly mold it correctly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's you see, cool. Andrew's thinking like a good sex doll, like a Yay, woke sex great doll. Great ideas. Okay, we're also getting to the... T- that feels like a technician needs to come by. Well, that's like, why it's, it's not, expensive. Like and the, this yeah. is like right. the geek squad for sex dolls. <laughs> It would be a very expensive enterprise. I think you're right because all these women, Chelsea, they're stuck here working from home and homeschooling. That's all the yes. articles about how, like, w- you know, women are suffering in choir. <laughs> so it's like, you're right. You're right. When we come, it's like, you know what? I'm going to get my doll. Leave me alone. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I, I do think we should give it one voice setting. Love, like, um, take an algorithm of all the reply guys on Twitter. Make that a voice setting so that you can beat the shit out of your sex doll. <laughs> so, so it's like, actually, I bet that didn't happen. And you just get to just, like, fuck it up. <laughs> Do, wait, do you want two separate dolls? Do you want no, one? No, 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 no. No, so this is just one bean bag that has a dick <laughs> and you fuck it when you feel like fucking it, but you also beat the shit out of it when you need to get your anger out. And you can also do that while fucking if that's your thing, no judgments. 
So it's an all-around, like, yeah, emotional yeah. support. She's literally power. describing a boxing heavy bag. <laughs> That's what I was with, imagining. With, like, a dildo attached right. to it sometimes. I mean, maybe I should go on Shark Tank. Is this the idea? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Here's the thing. If anyone has a connection at, like, Everlast, this is where... <laughs> Everlast, Everlast is, is the perfect great. name, too. Yes, perfect. Oh, God. This is it. Dang it. All right. Let's make our million dollars. Everyone hang up. Let's let's get away. Everyone go to my Twitter where I will have a GoFundMe <laughs> You guys are TV writers and actors. You have uh, investing money at this point, yeah, right? You don't know their life. Listen, I was telling say, people. You'd be shocked how that's not true. <laughs> it would, you would be surprised. That said, I have a, a hefty chunk I was going to make a short film with, and now it's for, uh, it's for beanbag dicks. <laughs> and I've converted the money as of this second. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. You guys, I wanted to ask, because I remember the very first time you guys did the show. First of all, it's because uh, Yasser said something about Chelsea that I still that I now keep for myself, which is, your girl loves to lounge. And <laughs> That's like literally me. And I felt like I remember after that, like the way he was describing you or like you, you were in on it too, Chelsea. But afterwards I was like, do you want to sit on a couch and eat food together? <laughs> because of like the way he described it, I was that, like, we have to. That I remember you emailing me like, should we just like sit around with a bunch of food on our laps? And I was like, I would love nothing more. I love to lounge. Even like when I work from home, I do it from almost completely laying down in bed. Like, I don't even really sit up in bed to type. (laughs) I just like. She, okay. You know those things they like sell at like TJ Maxx where it's always just like an ergonomic laptop stand Mm. that actually goes in your lap. And it's just like a cheap gel pillow attached to like a A piece of plywood. She actually uses those. She's like the one person who like buys it and is like, all right. And like has like a cup holder. It now, I swear to God, she had it for the bed. It is now somehow migrated to the bathtub. Okay, what he doesn't know is that it was a a two in one from the start. A two in one. (laughs) It was from. It's from a small business. Would love. I mean, look it up on Etsy. It goes on your lap in the bed, and then it converts into a bath table. (gasps) And this is going to disgust most people, but. Any piece of work I've gotten done in quarantine was from my bed or the bath. And do I care if my laptop falls in one day? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Andy would like that. I don't like baths in general, but Andy Mm -hmm. likes a good soak. Oh, Andy, I love that. What's your soaking ritual? Uh, I don't know if it's much of a ritual. uh, I turn on the water. (laughs) I get it. I have a magazine, a Harper's. I have a comic book. Yep. And I have uh, a regular old book next to me. And then uh, cycle. I cycle through. But also, oh, you I love that. You didn't say the thing I love the most. Andrew bought a bath pillow. And that's when I knew he was in deep. <gasps> oh, yeah. That, you know, Wait, hold stay- on. I have questions about this. So back in the day, I was like, I, I'm, a, I'm not like a bath person. But every once in a while, it's just like, look, I'm sitting. Like, <laughs> did you get the inflatable one that has the suction cups on the back? Or did you get something a little bit nicer? It's nicer. It has suction cups, but it's not inflatable. It's like actually cloth, right? But then you can take off, like, I think unzip the cover, you know, if you want to wash it. Yeah. I'm actually devastated I don't own this. And I I might, like, buy it while we're on this Zoom. I don't know if that's inappropriate, but, like, I can't believe I don't have a bath It's the only thing that forces me, especially in Los Angeles, to read. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have the train anymore that I, that's where I got most of my reading done. 
And now I, you know, it's like, well, I guess I could read or I could fuck around on Twitter for an hour for no reason. Right, right, right. And I don't no, know why that's that. smart. I also love that you cycle through because you just don't know what you want to be reading. You have to have multiple things at all yes. times. That's a very yeah. good reading hack. <laughs> you got to have a nonfiction book and a fiction book, too. So yeah. it's really four things there. See, but that's my problem. My, I, I primarily read nonfiction. And then the only fiction I read is comic books, which is so sad. Perfect. But for for this this sitting, this bath, this shower conversation we have, I gotta say, your boy is a split the difference kind of dude. And you know what I enjoy, Naomi? Tell me. Is a bench in the shower. I you like sitting up like it's a chair, but getting showered on. You know what? I respect it. I've never had access to a bench in a non-public capacity. You know what I mean? Like the hotel, <laughs> yeah. the YMCA. I won't sit on that. Oh, but smart. I really do sit in the shower a lot. I was like using that for a while, like on stage. Like my opener was like, been sitting in the shower a lot lately. <laughs> just because that was where That's I'm at emotionally. Great. You know what I mean? Like you wake up and it's like, do I have to stand upright? I'm like, Andrew, <laughs> well, tell me to take a shower. And he's like, you must go in. And I'll this is before this. Oh, Quar. Was, that's pre-core. That's oh, pre-core yes. nene. I'll oh, say yeah. this. My mom bought a fancy bamboo shower chair. And Ooh. I think you, yes. of all people, would get quite a kick out of it. So, <laughs> okay, look we're one all up buying on your products. Local bed, bath, beyond. Yeah, yeah. This is weirdly just like uh, they're like, did they get paid? To yeah. Play? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys also talked about it's so funny because this is just, I wanted to know because remember you talked about I don't remember the specifics, but it was like you were going back and forth about like, yeah, sir. You were like, if you get a dog from a shelter, you should just get what you get. Right? Oh, I feel like, and then Chelsea God. was like, I'm going to, like, no, you should be able to choose your dog. Like, you were saying it's, like, obnoxious to no, we go to a, a shelter and pick, like, the cutest dog. But now even, I believe. You, you have Well, a dog. even crazier than that, because when we went on your show, we, we presented the arguments that we always have in our relationship, and yeah. then we made the audience decide winners, which honestly worked great and, like in our own relationship, we're like, I already won that one. We got to move on, <laughs> the audience said. So we came on and uh, Yasser argued, you should not rescue a dog, you should buy a dog. Oh. And I argued, you should rescue a dog. And I won like instantaneously. Okay, number one, hold on, I'm cutting you off. Because I didn't argue that you shouldn't rescue a dog. What I argued is, is if you want a dog, you are also allowed to buy one. You might as well get the thing that you actually want. Oh, if you're going to okay. have something in your and, house. And I was arguing that that's satanic when you <laughs> could just rescue a dog. And and um, what's crazy, you want to tell the story of what happened? Of this one? Yeah. Okay. So, I, and again, to clarify, she's trying to make herself be the good person. <laughs> but I was saying that if you're going to rescue a dog, you should just get what you get. You shouldn't be allowed to choose. Right. Yeah, and sure. to clarify, I won, um, you know, no holds barred. The whole audience voted for me. and just Majority white audience will continue. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I say all that to say quarantine starts, or we say all that to say quarantine starts. So that was two years ago, but no dog in our house, no dog in our life. And Chelsea, every, I would say once a month, is that, would you say that's yeah. fair? Once a month, I'd be like, can we get a dog? Once a I month. Should. And I'd be like, we're in a one bedroom, like you of all people just. I love to lounge. So he's <laughs> like, you're, you're not going to get up and walk it. And then I would be like, you're right. And then that would be how it ends. Yeah. I was like, not only do you love to lounge. 
you like and i mean this sincerely i've, I've never met an adult who does this sleep past 9 30 a.m she can just Hell keep yes. sleeping okay wait, 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 wait with me yeah what do you say you don't know an adult who sleeps past 9 30 are all your friends like I, fucking Mennonite? What do you say? I think what he meant pre-quarantine that time was like noon or one p.m. and quarantine somehow it's nine thirty. So. No, it's still ten. <laughs> it's still ten a.m. It, it's here's what I'll say, Naomi. Love you dearly. You're you're truly just one of my favorite people. You guys are one of my favorite couples, Andy. I've loved you since the day I met you. Do not let that woman sleep in past nine a.m. What it are is, you saying? That is. You're an adult with bills and responsibilities. What do you need to keep sleeping for? Because I'm an adult with bills and responsibility. (laughs) Exactly. You know what you do? You wake up at 9, you take care of that stuff, and you go to bed at 8.30 p.m. (laughs) You don't need to be up all night, and you don't need to be asleep all morning. Okay, I can, can I, yeah. this is what happened last night. I won't say names. Yasser <laughs> falls asleep really early for like three hours and then wakes back up at night. Last night, he's like dead asleep on the couch. He wakes up, looks at the show I have on. He's like, this show blows. How dare they get awards? Why are people fucking saying anything? I fucking hate this show. Goes back to sleep immediately. <laughs> Like mid convert, like right. in the middle of speaking, was like they fucking. <laughs> a, I was right. <laughs> B, so anyway, that was uh, I say all of that to say now that uh, quarantine starts and Chelsea is like, you know, just because it's quarantine, uh, yeah, I've been thinking maybe we should like get a dog well wait a minute wait a minute all the shelters <laughs> were online and they're like we're going to close we're going to lose our volunteers yeah you know what you know you can you can fill in the blanks for what happens to all the dogs when the the right. shelters close so they were like please foster dogs and i was okay. like maybe we should foster a dog in quarantine because this is horrible but again let i <laughs> i need to interject because every time she said she wanted a dog what i would say is i would go chelsea if you want a dog, you can go get a dog. <laughs> I do not want one. You can have a dog. We will not have one. Oh, Isn't that so heartless? It's like literally like you sound like a fucking dad. I get it. Like, yeah. Are you ready He's for the like responsibility? Dad, like, talking to like a five-year-old. Like, are you going to feed him everything? I get I it. I was like, bitch, I'm a TV writer with money. Watch me have a dog. So I went and I. So she. So she did this. She Trojan horse through like, oh, they're going to mur- They're going to put a gun to this thing's head and kill it in front of its family. So, again, I was like, if you want a dog, go get a dog. Again, devastating for our relationship. And I was like, fuck you. I do want a dog. So, so she yeah. went and got one. And well, wait a minute. So when I get there, they have just announced shelter in place. Like Trump literally went, uh, went on at 6 p.m. announced it. I get there at 7 p.m. And they're like throwing dogs in cars. Oh my god! Uh, there's like a bunch of people there, and we're all trying to socially distance. Uh, but they're like, they're just like, take a dog, take a dog. Oh, wow. And like, I had they had emailed me, and they're like, will you take? You know, we live in a one bedroom apartment. They're like, will you take this tiny Chihuahua named Phyllis, who's nine years old? And I'd like, we, you know, we'd love it. Sure, why not? 
I get there and they're like, Phyllis isn't on the transport. You want to take this dog? And I was like, what? Is she okay? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, do you want this dog? So they like, just put a different dog in my car. I'm like, is there anything I should know? And Wait, they like, just put a dog in your car. There's not like um, a meeting where you and the dog like no, pet each no. other. No, no. I met the dog as he was getting in in, into the car. And oh they're like, take God. extra food, take all this stuff. Like, <laughs> we're going to, we're close. We're going to close, yeah. you know? And, um, so, anyway, so I drive off with just the <laughs> saddest, most depressed uh, little dog. Yeah. And but I loved him, and he he put his paw on my hand, oh. and we held hands the whole drive home. Okay, I'm in. That's a dodo oh. video. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, he he has become so happy, so loving, so oh sweet. God. And let me say one thing: I brought the dog home. I said, "Look, we got him." By the way, I'm going to adopt him. We're not fostering. <laughs> um, we held hands and we own him now. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put him in his crate for the first night. And Yasser said, no, he has to sleep with us. And oh! I was like, you little dog hater. And But see, that's, there's, this is why this argument keeps coming up because of the way the narrative is spun. <laughs> I've never, I was, ra I was raised with dogs. She wasn't. I had dogs. So I knew the responsibility of what having a dog is. And it's like, look, I've also had a cat before. I know for the most part, you can put food out in a litter box and a cat is going to do its thing. Yeah. And that is it. A mm -hmm. dog is a responsibility. I'm the one who wakes up early. I was like, I know I'm going to be the one walking it at least first thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, I just know the ins and outs of dogs. So it's like, even now, it's like the dog, perfect example, 3.30 in the morning is whimpering. So it's like, I have to take the dog yeah, out. Because, because I'll I, get yes. and murder. But that's Thank my you. point. Yes. But that's my point. Is that, like, it's easy to be like, I want a dog yeah. if I don't want to <laughs> walk it at 3.30 in the morning. It's like, yeah, of course. Of course you get to enjoy the spoils. Well, I have I have two and, things to Wait, say. hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> Secondly, because I was raised with dogs and I've had them from shelters, I know that when you get them the first night, they are just going to cry all night. They're just yeah. going to cry. It's a new environment. They or they like end up trying to use the bathroom in their crates. They can't. So they just cry and cry and cry. So I was like, we have to do it. So it wasn't like me like petting Chelsea being like, please let the dog sleep <laughs> with us. Because like <laughs> that wasn't the case. It was more just like for the logistics of it, like this thing will be scared. We might as well have it in an, in the room with us at the very least. So that's where that comes from. Don't you don't have to buy this lie from her. Continue. <laughs> okay. okay, just the two quick things I'll say is that one, this is the best dog in the world. I'm dead. Everyone's like, my dog's the best. It's the best dog in the world. Yasser is in love with the dog. He'll never admit it. And the other thing I'll say is if you're like, I'm worried how Yasser is talking to Chelsea as if she's like an incompetent child. I just want to say that um, I am. And I, I have, I've tried to cook for us and I burned myself twice. I left a bunch of frozen things on the counter. I spoiled a bunch of things. I accidentally threw dog poop in our bathroom trash. Like I'm a monster and he's a true saint for living with me. And um, I just felt like that should be out there for how he's like, are you going to walk it? Cause yeah. you know, but here's what, I, here's the it, second it, thing it I'll say, likely. but no, but here's the thing. I was going to actually interject with saying that she's, Actually, like, not actually, I didn't mean like that, but like, she's learned a lot. She's <laughs> <laughs> 
But for someone who's never had a dog yeah. to be like, oh, this is the thing. It's crying like this because it's hungry. He's crying like this because he needs to go outside. You know what I mean? Like, here's what I'll say. The dog stuff, she's she's learning. The house stuff, there's we got to give up on that. Like, she's just not, there's not, <laughs> you know, she's not domestic. You know those, like, sitcoms in the 90s where it's just, like, a big, fat, ugly guy with, like, a perfect, skinny wife who does everything? And you're like, why does this, like... That fucking asshole deserved this incredible wife. <laughs> that is me and Yasser's relationship, and I am the fat fuck asshole. <laughs> like he's like, I've made no. breakfast, I've made dinner, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Honestly, though, Chelsea, I'm kind of that too. Like Andy has always been the person who keeps the house together. He's always been like regimented, cleaning, disinfecting, cooking. <laughs> yes. Yes. I oh take my God. the dog out at 3.30 in the morning when she needs we, to poop. I, Naomi, we are so similar. We are, but I do get up. I walk her in the morning because it's Yasser gets me out of bed at a normal yeah, time. Yeah. So I do it. I walk her. Uh, that's like my one thing. And then we trade off the midday. But I'm also very obsessed with her. And <laughs> I'm constantly like, because I never had, we neither of us had a dog before. So I was just like, I'm constantly like afraid she's sick and I just don't know it. You know what I mean? Like every time she make yeah. a sound or like she was eating grass and I was like, oh God, we have to go to the hospital. And Andrew's like, no. Naomi took out like a, a, a scalpel and she wanted to cut in herself. And I did. I wanted to get in there. I found a breast lump. The, the vet <gasps> says it's benign, but you oh, know, good. I'm petting my dog. And I said, that's not a nipple. That's a lump. Oh, and I no. had to go immediately because I was too terrified. <laughs> like I, I would do the same thing. If I was petting him at four in the morning and found a lump, I'd be like, we got to go to the 24-hour hospital. <laughs> but I mean, Yasser's dog hours are between 11 p.m. and 8 a.m. And then my... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends. It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... For comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. 
Also, I got to point this out. There is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral. So I didn't want to have to say what this technology is. So I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words. I can say medical words. You might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. My dog hours are mm-hmm. in between. And then, you know, we just like switch off if we if we whatever. But like, uh, and I am good at the dog stuff because I love the dog. I'm right. mm. horrific at the house stuff. Like our biggest yeah. fight last year was Yasser being like, I've decorated every inch of this place and you've done nothing. And then I had to like sit at my computer and like panic buy a rug and a chair <laughs> and like a mirror that shattered and like a comforter. And I was like, look, I care. And I just like <laughs> threw a bunch of random junk in and was like, I carefully curated this. Do you like it? And it was truly an Amazon comforter that we then <laughs> that we saw one of our poor friends have, and then also as like set decoration on a bad TV show. I was like, "How did you pick the worst one on Amazon? There's a billion. You got the worst one." It was, yeah, I it was. It was too, I, I was like, I don't know. People seem to like this one. Oh my god. Anyway, well, we don't want we, children. Have we horrified you and do you think your listenership? <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. No. I was just saying, no. we don't want children. So, like, this dog, though, to us is, like, the most responsibility we want. I love it. What's your dog's name? Mabel. 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 Oh, that's so cute. You guys, after this, we can have a we can have a dog meeting where me and Naomi have the dogs meet while Yasser and Andy clean the house. Now, that's good. That I can get behind. What's your dog's name? Um, his name is Captain Atticus Sanex Levantes. <laughs> Levantes. It's Atticus. The dog's name is Atticus. <laughs> 
But his last name's Levantes, and his mm-hmm. middle name is Xanax, and we added Captain about a week ago. <laughs> Damn, well, also, me- she was like, she was like, Levantes, it's a mix of both of our names. I was like, it's literally just the L from my name. <laughs> like, Avantes is your last name. <laughs> um, no, I I love this dog. And like, he, he's, yeah, he's, re- I will say he's saved me in quarantine. Like, I... Have you read this this horrific study that um, in senior citizen homes, when they give the people in the like the senior citizens a bird or two birds to take care of, they live on average 10 years longer? What? Because you're like just in relation with another creature that you oh can project God. your emotions onto and it's healthy for you. <laughs> um, so really for quarantine, I've just been like, oh, my God, he's like an unofficial service dog because yeah. he's he's really just the yeah. best. Did you get the papers? We got the papers that make Mabel an emotional support animal. <gasps> How it's do I like get a, the papers? It's like a weed card, basically. Oh, okay, yes. I yeah, need that. Right. But she that. also hates other dogs, so there's certain times where she will blow up your spot in, in LAX. You know what I mean? Because she'll like start yelling at another dog, and they're like, oh, yeah, she's the support. You know what yeah. I mean? Because she's like going off. So you have to kind of like smuggle her real fast. That's um, so funny. What were you going to say, though? I feel like you were going to say something, but I wanted to... Remember before we started recording and I was like, I was like, do you have any questions or whatever? Like, you know, like focus. And then we're, Andy was like, I always think of them as the cool couple. Yeah. You guys <laughs> are like the coolest couple that Whoa. I think Have we, we know. ruined that for you today? <laughs> no, no. Cause this is the same. You're the same people that you were when you were on the show before. Yeah. Yasser's like finger combing his hair. You got a <laughs> blunt bang. I was like, it's still, it's still it. It's still it. <laughs> That is so nice and so <laughs> strange. To, like, cause, I, cause we're on a Zoom, so like I can see us. And then when you say that, and I look at us, I'm like, I, no. I truly, this entire time, I, I know you're like, oh, I'm like finger picking my hair and stuff. I literally, the only thing I've been, I'm just like, have I can't wait the entire time. <laughs> I'm like, do you think that they think I'm fatter? That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I've been thinking about. Uh, does that does that equal cool? <laughs> Well, inside, I mean, I'm sure we're all a ball of anxiety inside our heads, but I mean, like, outwardly, you're cool, whereas uh, there's a- Our insides are outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's an upper limit for me and Naomi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're not cool. No, but that's, I would, no, but see, I would, I, I would argue this a little bit, because I think that we are- Yes, we're cool, and I think I think. Well, hold on. Yeah. What I was gonna say is that I yeah. think by all by by nature of creative couples that you are cool, right? And I think that like I think we're cool in the sense that it's like funky clothes, but like, <laughs> but like I we're not like I don't because like my definition of like cool couple are like people who like go to like sex parties together, <laughs> and they're just like. <laughs> They're just like complete, like, we don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Here's the yeah. thing, because me and her, we love each other. We still very much care what the world thinks. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. and that is the antithesis. Yeah. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I would say we both care what it, the world thinks. And then at the last second are like, fuck you guys. So I'll be like, oh, do you think people will think this dress looks nice? And he'll be like, it's kind of weird. And then I'll be like, fuck everybody. And I'll go out in it. (laughs) But then I'll also be like, I bet this sucks, but I'm wearing it. Whereas I would say you guys are very elegant and we're very weird. I was going to say, that was the thing. I was going to say regalness. And I feel like there's a, and I, I don't know 
I don't know. I feel like there's an elevation. I feel like yes. you guys elevate one another in a very, like you're very complimentary and like bring each other like, up. Even well, on this yeah. Zoom, like you guys have beautiful mics. You're sitting upright like <laughs> Naomi has on a lip. You have on a great political t-shirt. Me and Yasser, <laughs> the camera is tilted. We're laying in bed. Not all, both of us are even in frame. Well, no, but like, but here's, but like more than that, it's like there's a complimenting of each other's statements that y'all yes. do. There's, there's a lot going on where I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, granted, you guys have also been together longer than us. But, like, there's still, like, a very nice, like, It's oh, like a symphony. Yeah. Yes. Like, you guys play the notes, like, perfectly in tandem. Wow. And, and then wow. I think Yasser and I are, like, two trumpets that, like, are in the same section. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's almost just, like, you know, you guys are, like, hey, we love it. And then I'm, like, you never do the dishes. And she's, like, you're a dog killer. And it's, like, oh, all right. I don't know if this counts as being a couple, but sure. <laughs> no, but I think you got But like, I love to be like one of my favorite things about any couple or like what I also always wanted in a partner was somebody I could roast. You know what I mean? Mm, like having yeah. that like teasing and playfulness. Yeah, yeah. And before Andy, like I was always so worried, like well, I didn't have long relationships. So it's not even like I knew, but it was always, you know, just a few months or long enough where like I was still just worried about keeping that person. That I could yeah. never fucking like relax into it. You yeah. could never just like let your stomach out both emotionally and physically. Girl. Yes. You ain't never lied. <laughs> that is like. No, now, that's so true. Now she reads me for filth every day. <laughs> every day with my belly out. Well, I was like, know, don't touch me. I'm still digesting. I will say, <laughs> I think I did something different which i'll admit and if any ex of mine hears this he'll be like that's right which makes me mad but i'll still say it whereas like i think i'm just like so much that like i like i'm just like the steamroller and i always wanted a partner who could like match my fire and mm. my intensity and then i met and fell in love with yasser and i was like this sucks no i'm just kidding <laughs> no um i like love him because he really does like match my level of intensity yeah, but it's yeah. also like crazy because he matches my level of intensity. <laughs> so like the two of us together are just like, like his mom will be like, oh God, they're just <laughs> doing bits for hours. I gotta go home. <laughs> well, it's like, here's here's what I'll say. The genius in Chelsea, outside of the many things that she is truly phenomenal at, is that I will just roast her, but she will roast me in a way that is couched in a way to be like actually i love you so like perfect example <laughs> is like for our anniversary i didn't know this she's been sneaking and taking unflattering photos of me passed out for the past <laughs> like year and a half and then like the day actually i was gonna say it didn't come for our anniversary it came for her birthday because it was you know everything got so held up so for her birthday she gave me a book of me sleeping hella ugly it's just like <laughs> It's just because I love you. It's like, okay, so you took 93 photos <laughs> of me. There, there really are 93 yeah, photos. Yeah, it's not an exaggeration. Of me drooling on our couch <laughs> or like my hand in my pants or like, you know what I mean? Just like all this crazy stuff, like, you know, sitting in the fetal position. And she's like, well, it's just because I love you so much and I, you look adorable to me. And I'm like, that's not true. You know that's not true. Just say you're making fun of me. But but that's the way she wins. She wins because she's always like, no, it's actually love. So but anyway. she means it though. Chelsea, she like thinks that's a, she thinks those are cute pictures, don't you? 
I do. Well, and also more than that, like we spin, we're both, we like staying at home. And so like every night he falls asleep on that couch. I tell you, he falls asleep during the waking hours of the day. So every day with Yasser, I see him sleep just for a little bit. And it's like so sweet. And it's like, you can see through these sleeping photos, like the progression of our year. Cause he's almost Mm. always on the same end of the couch. He's always holding my hand, like my foot as he sleeps, which is like a weird quirk. It's so cute. You guys are in love. and the book is titled, the book is titled A Year of Sleeps with the Love of My Life. Oh, and then in, thank you. And then inside it, he just looks so ugly. <laughs> you, should make, you should sell that. I know. You should make t-shirts. Ooh, you should say yes, Star of Black it. Monday oh, sleeping. Oh my God. Honestly, I cannot wait to put that shit on eBay and buy a house with it. Truly people would be like, the who of Black Monday doing what? I don't want this. Like, no, no, no. There's for sure some dude who would jack off to that shit and I will give it to him for $10. $10. So you, look, at the end of this show, what you've we've come out with is uh, a body bag. With a, uh, with a dildo. With a dildo attached to yep. it. Everlast. Everlast. Yep. Uh, a book of Yasher sleeping. Yeah. 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 My I, drooling yeah. lover. Star of Black Monday. <laughs> My drooling lover. Uh-huh. That's a new title. because I So guess those it, are you know. two good products. Do we need to end on a third product? I mean, I'm getting a bamboo shower chair, but that's oh, there yeah. it is. we invented. But and that's an simple. iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it, Yasser. And, you're and only going to say green pillow. at my, see green during my text. You ain't going to know if I read that shit. And that's my power. That's my power. Uh, oh, it's, that is power. It's just, you know what's funny? The only two people that show up green on my phone are you and Janelle James. And I'm like, y'all are two <laughs> well, of the most successful black women <laughs> in America. <laughs> And that's why. And that is why. <laughs> true, true, true. Guys, thank you for taking this time to be on the uh, 100th episode. Oh, yeah, my God. I well. feel so honored that you had us on the first and the 100th. I just love you guys. And we now we really need to have food and lay around on yeah. a couch and be disgusting together. So I guess that can happen in like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2021. Just, 2020. Oh, absolutely. It ain't <laughs> happening until it'll happen like March of next year. I did just see the angle of me and I'm like, Ooh, I'm sorry. We'll do another one where I sit up. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, is that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Jackie and Henry, you have no idea how good how good this is to have you right here in my face hole because it's been 200, 100 episodes since I've seen you. It's Whoa. felt like, to, hey, the last, hey, guys, right, this last couple uh, last couple of months felt like an extra 100 episodes. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, God. <laughs> um... You guys were on the first episode. Second. Second? No shit. <laughs> wow. I don't know I, I, can't, I didn't realize that that was just the second episode. You guys were already so smooth with it. I had absolutely, it's almost Ooh. like you've been together for a long time or some fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, 
two years. I mean, in two years, so much has happened. Henry, are you married now? Jackie, you're living with a gentleman. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the last time we did your show, we were making lots of fun japes about how single I was and living with Henry and how his life was a nightmare. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, it wasn't a nightmare. It was just that Jackie was in a bit of, I'm not going to say like personal free fall, but it definitely (laughs) was a um, sitcom that we were living in because it was me newly engaged um, in a tiny apartment, and then Jackie, newly freed, um, no shackles, and for Jackie, that means it's a lot of rosé, and it was a lot of her smoking and, and crying and going like, nobody gets me, nobody I, yes. gets I became a teenager this. again. Yes. Wow. So Now, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So you were living on the couch, but like, did your relationship suffer? Like, when you finally moved out, was it like, I'm going to have to take a break from your ass for a minute? Or no? No. Honestly, no. No, we did really good. It was, I I felt for Jackie because I knew what she was going through on the inside because I also had a, I'm not going to say loveless relationship, but I also had like one of those like where my relationship died of relationship cancer. A long time ago before you even ended it. So then when it finally ends, you're just like, well, I've been empty for years. What does it fucking matter? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I understand the feeling. So I I totally commiserated. And at the time, I was just happy to get Jackie in Los Angeles because it was sometimes Uh it takes a disaster in New York to get everybody to come to the West Coast. And so I was happy to get her. And we'd never been like that, though. We're, we used to fight up more in high school at the very beginning. Well, Jackie was very mean in middle school. Were you a mean girl, Jackie? I beat people up. I was. Um, she was mean. But I was also, ah! I will say, I was probably 350 pounds. And when you get held down and have food shoved in your mouth, at some point you snap and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take all these skinny bitches out. And uh, that's what I would do. I would just smash their heads into lockers. Smash their heads into lockers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jackie became like a small female version of Gronk. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, is like, that a sports I, reference, Henry? That is a sports <laughs> reference. That is a sport. That's I was imagining fan. actually just you clotheslining people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, just rip it through also, the What are you going to do to a, a woman or a teenager that is 5'2 and almost 350 pounds? What are you going to do? Knock me over? No. I mean, I'm not going honestly, anywhere. Yeah, you hit you hit her with a chair. Yeah, that's unfortunately that is that's truly what you're supposed to do. You got to immobilize her. You got to was this in Florida? (laughs) Of course, it was in Florida. It was in Florida. Yeah. Where else would it be? She just beat people. No, no. I was gonna say like a chair get. Coming into the picture seems very far. Well, that was like the thing, because we grew up in Queens, and in Queens we had no problems. There was actually so right, much right. less of, um, you know, fat phobia, of, of different, yeah. like, racial well, because, disparities oh, when we were when kids you're a, for us. When you're a little kid in, a little kid in New York City, when you're pushing 300 in, in New York City, it's kind of like you're just like a little tiny, like, uh, you're sort of like a little landlord. You know, no, you look like, like, like a little swords. super. Be like, so you look like what you're going to become. Like, yeah. we look Successful. like the Queen's yes. family, what we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange, yeah, yeah, yeah. big bellied, loving the Jets, 
cleaning the <laughs> stoop with a hose. Like th- that was what we were supposed to do. And then when we went to Florida, we got kind of ripped from New York to go to Florida, and we were very mad about it. Well, Jackie, did, uh, Jackie, to be honest, had less reason to be mad about it because I was older. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I will put it. Oh, we go to get into way. this right now. Is this why it's yes. called couples therapy? Yes, I just, I'm ready. I just feel like we had two different branches. Well, I just learned about the redemptive power of humor earlier. Oh, but I think that what ha- but I think what happened with me was co- uh, Columbine really happened on our watch, like my generation's watch. That's like the one the one like major difference the 3 years between us had. Whereas that like Columbine was like a very big deal during our time period and it like I think it chilled a lot of kids out. <laughs> right. In a period of time, I think it chilled him out. I think everyone's like, whoa. whoa, 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 what are we doing here? For like a hot second. Now everybody <laughs> just goes and just gets the guns. But back yeah. then we were sort of maybe observed a, a lesson. We may, we might have. So I, I, so I don't know. I don't know what happened, but Jackie got real surly. And it wasn't until later <laughs> on that we became really, really close friends. And it was about the time because she became a freshman in high school when I was a senior and we really kind of we met jived back up. then, yes. Okay, okay. You no, Henry's been a Wait, bit what of What year like... was Columbine for you guys? Like, wh- how old were you? Was it 2000? Um, yeah. That's 2000, right? I want to say because my play got canceled because we had a bomb in it, and we made the news. Um, oh. We made the I news. I remember making out with my college girlfriend at the time, and we looked over at the TV and – the footage came on the TV. He's like, always uh, bringing up his da- Oh, wow. did he have <laughs> other girlfriends? Oh, this is so many. So you know what I mean? Many. Andy was fucking. Like, if you think, if you're like surprised, because I feel like if you would look at us, you'd be like, oh yeah, Naomi probably got hers. Nope. Andy was fucking. And I was a delicate angel. What? No. Like- you, have, you have definitely 100% had more uh, Scandalous times, of like more. lovers. Ooh. Are you talking about yeah, straight up sex partners? Yeah, I have had more of those. But I'm saying I started late. Like I was making up for. You lost have time. to make up yeah. for lost time. Yeah, so that's what it was. Whereas like you had started early, and I think maybe you were like, "All right, it's fine. I understand how this works." Whereas I was like, "Dicks, yeah. dicks." I I, made, I, I, was I kissed <laughs> and had girlfriends earlier. I think like I had a lot. I had high school girlfriends, and then I went through a drought. Then I went through a period Drought of time. Drought is a where- very good way to describe it, I think, um, is you just being like, please, please, won't please, someone date please. me, please. It was a, it was a, yeah, it wasn't a necessarily a love drought. It was more of a love famine that I was going through <laughs> during college and early New York. But I think mostly that was just because I made myself specifically as disgusting as humanly possible. College, <laughs> college was really about, like, getting to know drugs really well uh-huh. well you gotta know drugs see, before you can start dating really i mean at least that's what i thought <laughs> that's why i started doing drugs very very early we had the flip-flop <laughs> i just did lots of drugs and then had all of the many numerous lascivious sex partners henry <laughs> <laughs> you are so happy i've grown up i've grown up i've finally grown up i've moved out of your house yes i am a, a 10 minute walk away from your house and That's yes i part. still just call him up and like i'll be crying about something like, henry i need to come over and then, and then i sit on his floor and i drink wine you think that doesn't still happen it definitely does it's wonderful and, but that's what I want that, her to do I want her to feel safe to be drinking in my house I would say don't drink out there come and just drink come drink come in the basement come drink with ah. me come here where we can, I can watch you um, was that something that either um, 
your wife or your boyfriend had to get used to, whether now or like just other relationships? Because you guys are really close and like around all the time in the way that like to date one of you is to kind of have the other person around too. Yes. Jackie definitely, when I went through a period of time, because I, I was in a, a very long relationship and then I was single. Right, I was yeah. single, and before, he was before ready I to had, mingle too. I was ready to <laughs> mingle, and I did. I did as much as I could, but I'm also like, I was like a dater. I really wanted a girl. You know, like I like being in a committed yeah. relationship. Yes. Like I'm so most of the time, if I enter into something because I don't have a lot of time, I wanted to take it very seriously. And Jackie definitely vetoed a couple of women I had around. We had a good like, conversation. Both of after our both big breakups, it was like a. I swear to you, and I mean it. If I am dating something that y- something that you don't yeah, like, <laughs> you tell me because I will stop. And I made it very clear. I made it very clear wow. when I started dating my current partner as well. It's like if you guys don't get along, I- I'm sorry. This is over. Y'all I'm out. Not doing this again. Y'all out. I am not doing that shit. I've seen it happen. It happened with my own our own family. I've seen that kind of shit when people choose the new spouse or the new boyfriend over the family. Fuck that. They have to make it through the gauntlet. Families first, baby, for the family. <laughs> they have to get through it. And so, like, Jackie, we both said that. Where we're like, if you tell me straight up, veto, that's it. And, like, we gave that each other, those things. And I think that we did a good job of very sparingly using yes. that executive yeah. action power. We did an don't abuse, abuse We talked veto. about it, too. And it was the kind of thing, even down to, I don't know if this is okay to say this, Henry, but the fact that we talked about it before you proposed as well. I love Henry's wife. I was friends with Henry's wife before he started dating But her, it wouldn't have gotten to the out. point... It was the, that she she told me to date Natalie. That's how that <laughs> oh, happened. Really? Right? I didn't even know that. And okay. I was like, oh, date the five foot ten uh, model smoke show good, that no no what <laughs> he asked me like, would she ever be interested in me it was like hell no hell no she would never <laughs> and then she talked to me about it she's like i think your brother is kind of cute and i was like ew what yeah <laughs> and then i made it happen see i'm an angel she is an angel <laughs> she did she bridged the gate but then when it came down to we would not have i would not have gotten to the point of proposing in any way, shape, or form, if everybody didn't like, weren't already friends and really in on each yeah. other. But it really, it had to, it had to come. You had to have these discussions. It's, I feel like I'm talking to a mafia family. <laughs> when the two of them are just like, you get the veto, family, family first. first. I'm like, oh my god, The Sopranos. Yeah. it's here right now. I, <laughs> I don't want to fuck up our bloodline. Like, I am not having well, any sort I don't of know. like. In my mind, because we're not having kids, so Jackie's the one who's going to have the children at some point. So her mate yeah. has to be carefully chosen yes. for certain yes. qualities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That's a dangerous uh, line of thinking to have in 2020. <laughs> Is it? Don't trigger me. Don't trigger me, Henry. I can only talk to two white people a day. <laughs> I, Y'all are it. Don't you say nothing problematic. Are you kidding me? Do you I, know how angry Henry was? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say this. How angry Henry was when I came home with a white man? He's like, go out. No. We need diversity in our family. It's true. Your children will never be beautiful enough. And I said, you're right. I know. I know. I'm not strong enough. I'm trying. I try. (laughs) Believe me, I tried. (laughs) What? Thank you. Can I ask what what has triggered the veto? Uh, What triggered the veto was both of us saying, because both of us were watched from the outside, 
and said to each other about the significant others that we were with, like, you are so not happy right now. Mm. I don't know why you're doing this to yourself. You should just do like we and we didn't take those. We didn't take that seriously. And we did really understand that we actually were hurting the people we were with just as much. Like, it's all fucked up. You know what I mean? It's just one of those fucked yeah. up things where, like, you should be in. If you're going to be into it, you should be into it. And so Jackie and I are both being like, I'm going to be a fucking watchdog for this and not let <laughs> you just settle for some schmool. Like, I don't want some guy to show up just fucking, like, who's just some, like, party on. Like, I'm not going to let some guy with a man bun, a guy who skateboards <laughs> anywhere. I'm not dealing with that shit because my thing, I was like, I want to see bank statements. Okay. That's really okay. what it was. It was more yeah. of a, yeah. a a stability for me to be, which is, yeah. it is like a mafia family where it's like, do you yeah. have the financial stability to take care so my sister can be a butterfly? So my sister can be able to fly <laughs> however high she wants to fly. My sister's used to live in a certain quality of life <laughs> and a certain avenues that a man can go in order to make sure her sister can live. A certain quality of life. We do. I mean, I am still upset that I'm not a mob wife. I watch all those reality shows. I always wanted <laughs> yes. to be a mob wife. Go do whatever you're going to do. Hurt me. Cheat on me. As long as I am the matriarch inside of these walls. Get the priest in here. Isn't that what happened at The Sopranos? I'm glad that it didn't come to that. I I don't want that for you, Jackie. I can't have <laughs> yeah. you. I Wait, can see, do we I have can... a veto? Yes, you guys have a Definitely. <laughs> I'm in because I would see your ass in a fucking like fur shrug with a press on right? Yeah. Literally just fucking pushing, pushing bitches. You just, yeah. Why is there no mob husbands? Yeah. It would be kind of amazing to marry in That's as a true. man to marry into a mob family. I feel like that would actually yeah. be a lot of fun. And I sit around all day getting my shit yeah, done. But isn't that Godfather 2? Remember when she's breaking everything and he's like, break it all, break it all. And then what happens <laughs> to him? Because then he hits her. He's the one that gets got. Wow. This is real feminism. This is the next wave of feminism. <laughs> yes. Mob yes. husbands. Yes, mob husbands <laughs> is the next wave. Yeah. All right. Where? You know what? Judith Butler, why aren't you writing about this? That's yeah. what I gotta ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rectify yeah. it. And uh, I must be heard. <laughs> Do y'all ever like get into fights? Because as you said, you're like because you're, now, of course, you went from the couch to ten minutes away. That is growth. That is change. Yes. But do you ever, like, I'm just curious. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, it's funny because Andy's always like, why do you want to hear people's darkness? And I'm like, because I need to know I'm not alone. Of course. <laughs> like, no, you, do you know ever, what? like, get into it? You know what's funny? I think mostly what we do is it's either misunderstandings, truly mm -hmm. not listening to each other that sometimes happens, and you kind of misinterpret the other way, the way someone says something or they take it. I think a lot of times what will happen, I know that I'll speak for myself, is that one person's coming from, Jackie and I are both, um, I'm not going to say self-involved, right? But our brains are filled with our ongoing work and everything is going all the time. So sometimes I think I show up with days of thinking about uh, something away and she shows up at a thing from days of thinking of subject a certain way. And we are just not coming from a different angle. And we've already had inner arguments yeah. about the subject, expecting the other person to be a certain way or feel a certain yes. way. Yes. yes. 
And that's, a, and yeah, we don't really, Henry and I don't yell at each other. We have very stern talks, but also we are very big in communication <laughs> and therapy and all that kind of stuff. So we are able to talk things out, but I will say I always end up crying. I will start crying and he's very good. <laughs> you watched it right before we started recording this. The Zoom wasn't working. I call Henry. I burst into tears. He makes jokes until I laugh and then it's done, which is usually what ends up happening yeah. in our arguments as well. <laughs> Or and then Jackie also will do a thing, which is really nice, where she will sit quietly, and sometimes I have a propensity to scream at the ceiling, right? Like, yell at the ceiling, like, my emotions, because I am yelling. Normally, it's not about her or about anybody. It's about a situation, and I'm, I, sometimes it's nice to have just somebody just sit and nod as you yell, Yes. In the uh-huh. same room. Uh-huh. It is interesting, though, because Henry is also my boss. So that's a fun dynamic. That we have to have separate. Wow, wow, wow. Pers- we have personal conversation. Then sometimes this is a business conversation. And we flip over and we flip I over put the, the boss. I have to put yeah. a boss hat on. Puts a boss hat on. Yeah. And we have a conversation as my boss and not as my brother, which that is difficult to separate sometimes. That is so hard. I mean, working with somebody anybody you love is like hard as hell because it's like and then especially too like when your work becomes intertwined where for instance anything we do is like a reflection on you know me always or us or whatever and then that's like another layer to put on your partner it's like i need you to love me tell me i'm enough and make dinner and don't embarrass me yeah <laughs> it's, like too it's, much it's yes. heavy because that's the truth because that's really what it is it's right i need to hold it because it's that business part of it of like you got to also do your half of the fucking work. You have to deliver because if you don't deliver, I get fucked every single time. So we have to then figure out, but that's a harsh way, especially when <laughs> we're in this point in time, right? This is if everybody's not, not only are we dealing with just, just the day-to-day normal stresses of working in a cruel business such as show business, which is a, a, a system built on child molestation, but then you have a <laughs> uh, that's just the truth. And then but now we got the super flu. Now we got the countries like being pulled apart by all this fucking bullshit. So we have all of these exteriors and you have to come back down and still just being like, I'm gonna hear about I need you I I'm fully here for you to express what you're frustrated that I didn't bring the things I needed to bring to the barbecue to make sure that you ate enough like chicken. Like those fights <laughs> that will happen. They'll be like, I'm hearing this argument. But inside of a bubble, viewpoint. yes, you have to keep it right. separate and everything has to be the same amount of uh, importance as well. But I think it's very fun because Henry is constantly singing his little song that he made up and he sings one man, one million women because he has yeah. to make me happy, he has to make his wife happy and he has to make his dog Wendy happy. And the three and women mother. in his life that he has to and make And my happy. mother. And your mother. Our Sorry, mother. Four women, Yes. <laughs> All happy at the same time, which is very difficult to do. Everybody's upset, yeah. <laughs> and it's him. me. I'm the I'm the someone. I'm everyone's upset at me. And also, I work with his <laughs> wife now as well on a separate really? project. Oh my so god! Late doubling it up. Are, it is mafia. It is mafia, it is honey. Not. The money, the family. Yeah. it's all intertwined. They're yeah, coming yeah. for me. Like a, uh, is it like a uh, trash? 
Uh, <laughs> waste removal. Waste removal. Waste yeah, removal. Waste. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fisherman company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just uh, <laughs> making them uh, doze off for something. Yeah. I am an <laughs> importer exporter. <laughs> yes. Of import export. You know what? Isn't that what comedy is? Waste removal. Yeah. Wow. wow. There it is. Hot take. That's a Therapy. mic drop moment. Mic drop <laughs> <Therapy. moment. laughs> But no, it is so, like we've been doing. I feel like even more in quarantine, we're like. Naomi makes me run every one of my tweets by her before. <laughs> you have to. Again, because like what you were saying, you guys represent each other. You work together. You are entwined. Yeah. What each other says, you don't have to necessarily agree with it, but you have to say it in a way that you still respect what is being said. Exactly. You got to stand yes. by it. It's like, can I stand tall in the face of some white nonsense? Yes. <laughs> if it comes through. But you, like, excuse you know, me? No, you don't. But I'm saying like, but there'll be times you'll want to say, oh, I go, Andy, it ain't even worth the heat. Because especially because, you know, we've been together for fucking 10 years. In some ways, he's like become a strong black woman. Like he'll say certain <laughs> things that he can just say to me, right? Yes. Like in the house. And I'll be like, don't tweet it. Do no not tweet the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to have it. We have our, we have our inside voices. We, you know, we say have our inside talk. <laughs> It's things that don't yes. leave the well, house. What I learned right. too, Natalie let me do that too. So I run everything past Natalie before I put it out for the most part. I at least see her because <laughs> she's got a pretty good idea of what's f- too far and what is, again, like this is what we're going to do. This is how, this is what you want to threaten your livelihood with. Yes. Like this is, the, this is the time. And is so, this Epstein joke worth it? Yes. Is this really <laughs> worth it? And then what we'll do, but I have explained to Natalie, sometimes it's nice to just write out the tweet just to see it. To get it you off your brain. <laughs> you yeah. write it out yeah. and it's gone. It's like leaves your brain. Yeah. 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 That's to me, that's the the, the, the problem isn't so much as like, oh, I want to I want other people to see this. It's I can't stop thinking this thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want some peace. <laughs> I want some, <laughs> want peace. some peace. I want you to get a part of why I can't sleep. Yeah, of what goes on inside the crevasses of my brain. Yes, it exists. And you know what? Your partner needs to know those things. Or it's like they need to know, know. Like you were saying, Naomi, you need to know the darkest part of someone that you live with and the darkest things that they think about that you you got to let it out or else it's just going to poison your brain. But then there are other times you need a break, though. Like, this is the thing in quarantine. It's like we're doing the fucking podcast. We're the only person the other person sees. Yep. Like, every meal. Like, it's, you know... Andy is, and I think obviously we were already kind of getting more codependent in the move to LA. <laughs> but before that, like where we just had a little more more people to tell our business to, like I wouldn't tell him everything. There's some beauty, not necessarily in a secret, but more like there's some stuff that I don't want your take yes. on. There's some stuff I don't want you to know right yes. now. <laughs> yeah. I think that there is a sacred space within marriages for inner thoughts. And I don't... Secrets has a nasty connotation. Right. right. But it, right, it right, is right. the idea of like you should be able to have Privacy. parts of your mind that are yes. belong only to you. Yes. You know? Yes. We do a really good job of like we don't look at each other's phones. We don't care about mm-hmm. that kind of shit. No. Everybody has yeah, to yeah, like yeah. you have to have your yeah. own shit, your own no. space to be you. I don't but even yeah, look at his phone difficult. if he's sitting next to me and text. Like I don't. I, I make it a right. point. I never yeah, look yeah, at the yeah. phone. If the phone is ringing, I hand down. I, I hand it to him. I don't fucking want to know. <laughs> Turn it over. Because then there are 
times like over. last night when I wanted to do baby feet. And baby feet is, I don't know if you guys have heard about baby feet, <laughs> no, but you no. soak your feet for 20 minutes and then you put these like the plastic booties that have these serums on it. You bind I up your feet for an hour and a half <gasps> and then in seven days, oh all the skin on my feet will fall off. And so he didn't Ew. understand it. And so I, he what? did it with me yesterday because I can't hide it. Wow. There's no time when he's not right, here right. that I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. complained. Right, right, right. He complained Why for two hours. Baby feet? Why do you need <laughs> baby feet? I understand. I want these serums. You tell me, I Jackie, will send you baby feet, Naomi, because your skin, my your feet are feet. rough right now. See, that's the thing. In seven days, I'll slough right off like a little snake. But if I get it, it, the ring, and he didn't know, even the calluses, yes, everything. It falls off. All your skin falls off. Do you just like slide these booties on, and then just the phone ring? And then you go pick it up, and they're like, seven days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then this this little bitch just swam out of the television, and oh my god, I'm going to die. No, but we're going to have feel with beautiful the, feet. Don't you feel with the coming <laughs> strife that we're in that you actually don't need baby feet? As a matter of fact, it'd probably be better for you to have women feet. <laughs> yep. I don't know how to anymore. Mic drop. Mic drop moment. Thank you. Don't give that to him, Andy. Don't give that to him. Jeez, some women feet. (laughs) We're getting real Jerry Springer on this today. I love it. Jackie, how is living with your lover? How how long was it before quarantine that you moved in together? Before quarantine, we'd been living together about six or seven months. But we also, I mostly work out of the house anyway and so did he but then he had started traveling more so he was never around so then it went from the opposite of where i mean same as with henry and natalie's situation where henry's ever jeff was never around he was never here which is it was wonderful but i missed him terribly and now it is definitely at the point where we see each other every second of the day we're always around each other but we're actually weirdly enough we're getting stronger because of it I think it's kind of fun because I know in the end of this, you, it, our life will go back to us not seeing each other very often. So, okay. yeah, I think we're yeah, dealing yeah. with the same thing. It's really kind of not. I mean, not to be anything. I feel like no one wants to hear this shit, but my life is so nice with my wife and our dog. And we we go in our backyard and I could see Jackie in the backyard and our lives have simplified <laughs> and fucking slowed down a great deal. Yeah. And I, but I think a part of the peace that comes with it is that it does sort of feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm involuntary put in one of those like exhaustion clinics. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where I yeah. am forced to kind of chill. I have yeah. to yeah. kind of chill, but I know that when this is over, we're going to go right back to insanity. So I'm not like missing it fully because i know it's gonna fucking once we all got to go back to work once that fucking seal is opened and like la is back to work none of us are gonna see the light of day no we'll all be we're gonna be working yeah we're all gonna (laughs) we're gonna be punished for this free time yes (laughs) and it's it's sad that i see it like that but i think it's um i mean i know that you guys are feeling the same way i'm assuming because we're all still i'm still working in fact i'm even working more than I was before yep. this. So I'm working like crazy, and I feel like I need time off. But why take time off? Because where can I fucking go? What does it matter? Right. I can go over to Henry's <laughs> backyard, and I can wave from the backyard to him. But that's not fine. It's, nice. it's fine. We're, I do it. We can get drunk. We get drunk under each chairs. Yeah. I bring my yeah. own chair, and I sit, yeah. and we get drunk across the backyard. <laughs> 
I know we I was before we started, I was like saying to Henry where I'm like, I just like want a yard now. And you know, I'm a New Yorker through and through. I don't give a fuck about nature no. normally. No. Like I literally have you never hate nature. Yeah. In general. <laughs> I don't know. Like, literally fucking seventy eight days in, I'm like, give me a field. I want a frog. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean I want it now. You can do it. But now you got to wear the mask, and it's not as fun. And I'll tell you what, I also am an anti-nature person. There is nothing natural about a Los Angeles backyard. I will say, <laughs> no. don't worry about that. It's covered in, in decrepit. Concrete. It's, it's yuck. <laughs> covered in concrete. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? You can grill a meat very separately from each other. Absolutely. And I got a patch of grass that the, the dog lays in. She's never yeah. experienced grass. So she, view, the dog literally, like, it's like a, an incredible vacation for her at the house because she's never had, like, like a backyard to be in. She was yeah, a, she was yeah. an L.A. street dog that went into an apartment, and so she's never, she's a real Caroline in the city. Ew, <laughs> never call her a Caroline in the city. She'll never be she's, that independent. Whoa, that's true. <laughs> How, wait, you guys got a baby, right? You guys got Mabel, right? Yes, yes. yeah, Mabel is uh, chilling out down there. I was sorry, I was just in my head trying to think of other sitcoms from that era. All I could think of was uh, the single guy, <laughs> single yes. guy, Murphy Brown, World. shoot me, yep. Sybil, There's, yep, 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 yeah, Sybil, Sybil was a good one. I we we were a Sybil family. We were a Sybil household. Yeah. Us too. Designing women, loved it. Sybil, Murphy, Murphy Brown. Brown. It was a. A strong, independent woman block. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all we Can needed. we all agree, though? Murphy Brown didn't need the reboot. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, you. let's blow the yes. wind. Don't Thank get canceled, you. Henry. Don't I'm get canceled. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean the, to take this opportunity. She looked great <laughs> in the pantsuits then, but it just wasn't doing it for me anymore. I know. It wasn't as groundbreaking Don't say anymore. a word. Don't say a word about Mad About You's reboot. On okay? Spectrum Television. And you, you know it's good. That? Yeah, you know it's good when it's on I Spectrum Television. I did watch it, okay? I watched you it. Did? I was I was in love with Paul Reiser growing up. I really She has very alternative tastes in men. Truly, yeah. Truly I really wanted Paul, Paul Reiser. Reiser. I think Paul Reiser's very sexy. I I I think he <laughs> grew up very well as a two. I think <laughs> He and Ellen Hunt. I like to watch them kiss. I like to. I love Ira in it. Um, I love Ira. I that love is the best Ira. Ira and what's her name are the best parts of that show. Yes. The other, the, the best friend. Yes, I think the oh. cousin. I never saw it. I never saw it too white. <laughs> it's very like when white. everyone's white, I'm like, eh. like I need at least one black friend as a way in. No, that's how you find. That's how you understand us. That's what bridges the gap. <laughs> We all got to sit and watch it together so we can understand the true plight of the white person. Yes. And how mad. I mean, like. That live in the upper west side. Yeah. That's what Murphy yeah. or, uh, Mad About You is. You learn what truly matters to white culture, which is them arguing about place settings and like yes. talking about like being like, oh, I'm going to eat this out of a bowl. I thought this was a salad. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> but that's hilarious. It's very important. You got Naomi and Indian stitches. See? <laughs> <laughs> Only in the retelling. Because I like literally was like, I don't understand Seinfeld. I'll tell you that. Even as a New Yorker, I was like, okay, maybe I can get it on the New York angle. Nah. And I would just be like, what? Hey, Naomi, no soup for you. What? <laughs> That's oh, oh, that happened. That happened, that happened, that happened on that happened. program. <laughs> that happened um, on that program. No. Uh, Seinfeld was a, also, because we're from New York, but it was also a type of New York that was not represented for us either. No, we the lived in Queens. The closest show. 
the only show that got it, truly, is King of Queens. King of Queens, baby. (laughs) King of Queens is is a great show. It is the only show that truly understood the way we grew up. Because Leah Remini in it is a, she is a textbook woman from Queens as well. Kind of biting, not very nice, but would give you the shirt off her back. And then it was like, (laughs) Jerry Stiller's in there. And I love Kevin James. It is a very white show, but I will say it does, it's a good slice of life for Queens at that time period. (laughs) Jackie Henry, thank you for joining us on this special 100th episode could have asked for anyone better. Couldn't have asked for anything more. You Yo, too. Thank you, My guys. favorite. You make me wish I had siblings. It's so good. <laughs> Y'all, check out Just the fucking King of Queens. Don't sleep on that. That's a, it's big. <laughs> because we're, we're blowing it out of the water here. It's we big, are giving it its comeuppance. It Finally. needs it. Uh, and we'll see you guys on episode 101. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I see stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we can find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee for to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to accept the jobs. We want Americans to accept the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode 1 of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.